the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello and welcome back to Isaiah 61. Pastor Solomon Akwaka here. I'm Senior Pastor of Spirit of the Lord Church, and we are at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. We invite you to partner with us by joining us for services on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. And then we also have our Bible studies on Tuesdays at 6 p.m., all at the same location. And we have recently introduced Doxa Prayer Hour. Doxa Prayer Hour is an offshoot of Spirit of the Lord Church under Doxa Prayer Fellowship International. And we meet Mondays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Mondays and Thursdays, 6 p.m. God is doing amazing things, as you could tell in your life, but also through us and with us as we avail ourselves as a ministry God is moving mightily. People are getting saved, delivered. People are receiving breakthroughs and um, bondages are coming undone. And that is the story that we have. And that that's really the heritage of every, every believer to encounter the miraculous. Not that God and, you know, enjoys giving us the miracles every day, but the enemy is out there fighting. The enemy is battling seriously. And there's sometimes when you are under a stronghold of the enemy, God has to manifest his power. And God manifests his power every day in our lives. And we give him praise and glory. But there are some strongholds that need to be broken. And that takes um, some extra effort. Jesus said that this kind goeth not out but by fasting and prayer. Fasting is at a, a whole different dimension, but also divine insight into into the source or origin of of a problem or an issue is ninety nine percent of that issue being resolved. Now, I'll also say that as we've been going through the teachings the last several weeks, I believe the last uh, five weeks, we've been talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Spirit. It's like an added advantage, an added bonus to every believer's life to be able to truly live and manifest heaven on earth. Why? Because the devil is out like a, a roaring lion. He's prowling around. He's scavenging. He's going from place to place. And he's relentless. He's relentless. He wants to take as many people with him. And and actually, for believers, he wants to frustrate the agenda of God so you don't live out to your to fulfill your purpose. But by the grace of God, you shall overcome and you will 
come out on the other side victorious. We invite you to join us at Ducks of Prayer Hour, Mondays and Thursdays, intense prayer from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., but 6 p.m. is the start time. We encourage you to join us, 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now, we are going to go into the theme for this next several weeks called love love and today i want to talk about the more excellent way the more excellent way as paul taught on the gifts of the spirit because he wanted to bring clarity and he wanted to expose the believers and give them a, a, a broader perspective and deep insights about the different workings of the spirit the administration of the gifts and and why we are the, the the gifts are all important, but then there are certain gifts that um, he considered greater gifts or the best gifts, right? So he encouraged us to pursue and earnestly develop the best gifts. Okay, so First Corinthians twelve verse thirty one. Now he he changes uh, in the second part of verse thirty one because. After he says, now eagerly desire uh, the greater gifts or the best gifts, then he said, yet I will show you the most excellent way. Um, other versions would say a more excellent way. And so today, I want to talk about the more excellent way. The more excellent way. The more excellent way. We have to progress into excellence because our God is a God of excellence. Our God is a complete God. And that's what excellence means. It's, it means that you are without blemish. You are without spot or wrinkle. So when uh, an answer elicits the response, excellent, that means it's without flaw. It's right on. It's accurate. And when God sees you and I, God sees the redemptive work of Christ in us. So he sees us and he's like, wow, that's a reflection of my son through, you know, through believers, through my children. And so God sees us as excellent. Now he now works with us to get us there. So that's a process and it's, it's, um, it's a love affair. Love gets us there. So love never gives up. Love does, um, the things that we would otherwise naturally not want to do. And, um, but, but Paul is saying that yet I show you a more, the, a more excellent way, the most excellent way other versions would say. Um, so what is the more excellent way? What is the more excellent way? Yes, it's important to manifest the gifts of the spirit. It's important to disciple. It's important to, attend church and fellowship and and be a part of a bible study and a prayer a prayer group whether it's from your ministry or another ministry it's very critical uh, but i mean i i would recommend that you prioritize the ministry that you're committed to now it doesn't mean that you drown out other ministries but again you have your source right and then you supplement, you know, with others. So there's you, you get your main 
course or your main meals from your home, uh, from your home church, and then others will supplement. Um, but the more excellent way is love because as he transitions from um, verse 31, 1 Corinthians 12, 31 into chapter 13, and just so we know, um, it was all one thought, right? It was all one letter and, you know, it was broken down into chapters and verses. So as he transitions this way, he we go into chapter 13. And chapter 13, he starts off by saying, if I speak in the tongues of men or angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong and a clanging cymbal. That's the NIV. Okay. Now, I because I'm... I like like the amplified version. Um, I'm going to switch to the amplified version. So the amplified version says that um, if I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but not have love for others, growing out the love of God, uh, growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can move mountains, but do not love reaching out to others, I'm nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Now, this is very specific and just pointy. So Paul was trying to here indicate that everything that revolves around a believer's life centers on love. Without love, there is no excellence. God doesn't see completion. And anything that is not complete, God hates. So Jesus said in Matthew 5.48, Be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Be ye complete. Be ye excellent. Mature in the manner that God wants you to. And so, Paul is not mincing words, and he's given a place to the gifts, and he's given a place to um, evidence of the Spirit of God working in us and through us, and the passion and the zeal that comes with walking with God. It's undeniable. You sell everything you have, you feed the poor with it, um, you know, you surrender your, yourself to be burned. For the sake of the gospel, but yet it's not rooted in love. It's misguided and it's not acceptable. Now, why 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 would, would that be? Why would that be? Because God is love. So anything that operates outside of God or God's principles and God's personality and God's character is a deviation 
It, it, it doesn't carry the flavor of God. And I'm, I'm going to get very specific in this conversation because I truly believe that unless we are having these conversations and being honest and seeking heaven's opinion about matters, we, we, we miss a lot of things. Now, I'm not opposed to demonstrations. I'm not opposed to seeking justice. In fact, justice is something the Bible talks about. But I always have been advocating for redemptive justice or redemp love within the context, right? So love comes in and where there is justice, yes, justice may be served, but we didn't get what we deserved. I mean, nobody would want to get what they deserve. I mean, come on. Who wants to be served? What did? In fact, have mercy on me, David would say after he's, he, he, he's gotten back to the Father. He would say, have mercy. Don't treat me as I deserve. That's the cry of every human being. Because the actions that we portray sometimes are contrary to what we actually want to do. Yes, and there, there, there's wickedness. The heart of man is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know? So this is a known fact, a known truth spelled out by the, by the scriptures. But yet, even in our wickedness, even in our fallen state, we don't want to be given what we deserve. So that means that we now call on love to manifest because love is, is that which does not seek retribution um, to get even, but it seeks restoration. Vengeance is my say is the Lord. So fighting for yourself is not scriptural. Jesus counted that and he said you've heard an eye for an eye tooth for a tooth whatever but i say unto you jesus is now decreeing and declaring a new era which means that if someone slaps you on the left turn the other one turn to the other side wow well but i it's not fair well <laughs> love is not fair love does not Always, love, love doesn't advocate for fairness. Love is looking at the other party and what needs to be done. And then in the context of us, love looks as, at both parties and says, well, you know what? Both parties need justice and each party also need restoration. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Isaiah 61. We're talking about the more excellent way that is love. This is Pastor Solomon. We'll be right back.
Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Hi, I'm Georgine Rice. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, will mark the one-year anniversary of the overturning of Roe versus Wade. We battled with the idea that we would succeed. What a beautiful example of what democracy unleashed can do. Be sure to join us and visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. Join us for the Christian Outlook every Saturday evening at 7, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon Akwaka from Spirit of the Lord Church on Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61. And we're talking about the more excellent way. The more excellent way. Um, from 1 Corinthians 12, 31. Paul said, I, yet I show you a more excellent way. Let's go back to where we left off. So each person desires justice but also mercy so how do you marry the two love comes in and brokers the deal and says you know what um yes this is deserving but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna take it i'm gonna take all the pain the punishment i i'm i'm bearing it i it's it's on me it's on me and that's what god did sent his son to become a down payment, like a, a deposit, a, a, a settlement in, in, in one context to redeem us, to bring us. And that's what love does. Love does everything it, it can within its power to redeem. And so that, that really shifts our narrative from getting even even though we need to deal with injustice, but then as we deal with the injustice that exists in the world, we are praying and we are seeking restoration and we are seeking mercy for those that are acting in that in in in, in a way outside of God's will. So, for instance. If someone is racist, if someone is a narcissist, if someone um, is is all about um, themselves, we pray. We pray for them. Yes, we we seek corrective measures, but the corrective measures is not necessarily against the individual because that soul is precious to God, but it's against the spirit behind the action. Now, everything that happens on this earth don't just happen. There, there's behind the scenes, and the things that happen in the natural are controlled and regulated by things that um, govern the spirit, spiritual. So um, in the spiritual realm, there are things that occur. 
And when you're able to gain control over the spiritual realm, you control or you regulate the natural. So as believers, God has set us as thermostats to regulate, to control the ambience everywhere we are. Love enables us to do it without blowing up. I love activists. I love activists. And and there's a place for that. In fact, the, they, they start something. So everyone has their place. Activism is awesome. But when you infuse activism with love, it's more powerful than just being an activist. Martin Luther King exemplified love and when during the civil rights movement they were being treated in different ways and in ways that were just not worth mentioning on this on this on this show he resorted to non-violence he resorted to non-violence so in other words he wasn't going to fight back with the same tools in the same you know, a plan, strategy, but it was going to kill them with love. And silence is actually powerful. Love does get us there. And so I'm going to give you a tip of the iceberg. First Corinthians 13, 4, love endures with patience and serenity. So that means love is not going to resort to violence at any given point. But even when you are being corrective in your approach, there is a redemptive underlying foundation of your aggression. And anyone can attest to it that when Jesus was went in the temple and was upset, about what was going on, he was fighting corruption. He was fighting the, the the status quo of the day. He was fighting those that were being taken advantage of. But there was a redemptive side of it. He didn't he didn't curse all of them and he he turned the tables, he rebuked them, but love was the bedrock of that rebuke. Love was the underlying factor in this. And so he says love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. So if you know someone who's arrogant or someone who's proud, um, maybe we need to talk to them and, and, and let them know that that's not the way of love. Love is not rude. It's not self-seeking. It's not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. Uh, so there are a lot of things here which we've read over as believers many times, but yet still does have an impact on, on us, or we still 
may not truly understand, but being rude um, is it's not reflective of love. Being self-seeking, you know, being bragging. You know, sometimes we, 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 we don't see it as bragging, but when God uses you for something, we, we talk about it, but the way you talk about it, we just have to give glory back to God. And we're going to continue on this series, The More Excellent Way and Love, and we'll get into some in-depth conversation about how the world needs love to redeem the time and so also to redeem the people because love on display draws thousands to Christ. You're listening to Isaiah 61. Thank you for being a part of this. And we look forward to ministering to you next week. So tell others about Isaiah 61 and what God is doing. God bless you. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.